Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to the Money Web at Midday Show. My name is Raik van Ikker. Well, it's a bit of a chaotic morning, a market this morning. The Rand has hit a six-week low against the dollar due to tension between the US and Russia, um, and which has caused a bit of uh, ruptions amongst emerging market currencies, including the Rand. Um, and uh, most of the world's markets are also trading down. The Rand uh, exchange rate is currently uh, around 13.85 against the dollar after briefly hitting 13.97 uh, earlier. Um, the uh, Rand is also trading at 15.85 against the euro and 17.66 against the pound. So some uh, action there. And in other news, a group of law firms have applied for certification for a class action suit against Steinoff. And this may uh, affect several current and former directors, including Marcus Joester and Christo Visser. And the claim could be as high as 185 billion rand, which would make it by far the biggest uh, class action suit ever in the country. And, and I'll speak to Pietri Redlingais of Herenia Capital in a minute about this and other stories. But first, let's look at the indicators. The JSE All Share currently trading down 0.08% at 57,739 points. So the JSE did not react to the sharply weaker currency. Resources trading up 1%, industrials up 0.08%. Financials down 1.6%. The gold index uh, has gained 3%. On international markets, the FTSE 100 trading down two-thirds of a percent. The DAX is down 1.5%. The CIC 40 also down 1.1%. Uh, Earlier in Southeast Asia, the Nikkei um, uh, lost 1.3%. Shanghai closed flat. The Hang Seng uh, dropped by 0.8%. Um, just the currencies again, the Rand is trading at 13.85 against the dollar, 17.68 against the pound and 15.86 against the euro. The dollar is trading at 110 yen, uh, the euro is trading at $1.14 and the pound at $1.27. Bitcoin uh, down 2.6% um, at $6,363 or 91,640 Rand. Gold is trading at 1,210, uh, platinum at 832, and Brent crude uh, sharply lower, $71.96. And the capital market, the R186, is uh, currently trading at 8.68, so quite a significant weakening there as well. Uh, on the line, Pietri Redlingais of Arenia Capital. Um, welcome to the show, Pietri. Uh, a bit of an interesting uh, market uh, performance this morning, and uh, the RAN sharply lower. Well, what are your thoughts? Yeah, good afternoon, Rick. Um As you say, a bit of an interesting situation. I think a lot of what we've seen in the currency, um, you know, that had taken place overnight and obviously spilling into this morning uh, is on the back of Trump's comments around sanctions versus uh, Moscow, essentially, or versus Russia. Um, so that trade war we see escalating, and it's very interesting because uh, we actually see commodity prices coming under quite a bit of pressure. Okay, gold uh, in RAND terms is up, but gold itself, platinum, silver, copper, uh, iron ore, all those good things are all pretty much down for the day. So the only reason we are seeing the commodity price or the commodity sector at least trading well here is because we are 1.5% weaker versus the dollar uh, on the currency at the moment. And that, I think, is uh, is helping a lot to support the market. But, you know, today after a public holiday and the day before the weekend, so technically long weekend for a lot of people, markets are a little quiet, 5.8 billion rand traded halfway through the day. So 
not the deadest of days I've ever seen, but definitely not very busy. Uh, it's a bit of an erratic sort of sideways market today. Um, I think we have sort of a perfect uh, balance between opposing forces here as we see banks really think, coming under quite a bit of pressure um, and resources really supporting the market, I suppose, on the back of, of the significantly weaker rent. But there seems to be a lot of international political tension, most of it flowing from Donald Trump. Uh, do you think this, is, uh, this will continue? Um, surely, well, hopefully it doesn't get any worse. Yeah, I think it probably carries on this way for a while. Um, I think that Trump has a very clear objective that he's trying to um, trying to achieve, um, and this is his preferred negotiation tactic, which is um, you know even I suppose some of the people that I know that do negotiating and so on uh, for a living, you know, you come in with the worst possible scenario first, and then from there you build a base to come to a mutually beneficial agreement. And I think that that is probably Trump's tactic with these negotiations that he's doing. So he just imposes all these tariffs all over the place and uh, sanctions and all the rest of the stuff. And then at the, at the end of the day, that's not necessarily his end goal. That's just the way that he can get to a place where he feels he's uh, managed to get a fair deal, if yeah. you want to put it that way. So I think that we probably see more posturing and talking and, uh, you know, it's very sort of bombacious and bullying tactics, I think, that, that he's trying to use, and we'll probably see a lot more of that before before the game is over. At the end of the day, though, I mean, yes, S&P futures down now, S&P uh, and uh, the Dow Jones, the U.S. market, essentially, slightly down overnight, but they were trading at all-time highs just on Tuesday. So, uh, all in all, it's actually not going so badly for the Americans. Uh, it's unfortunately, the emerging markets and the, and the commodity-producing nations like ourselves um, that are the ones to, to pay the price. Yeah, you know, when when the elephants fight, the grass uh, is the uh, the party that actually, you know, gets destroyed. Um, and in this case, it seems like emerging markets are under immensely under immense pressure. I just want to quickly look at some shares that are performing well. And, and as you've said, the commodities are doing well as well as the big international stocks. Anglo Gold up 3.65%. Bet, bet up 25 Glencore 21 um, Goldfields too, uh, and Richmond also 1.8%. Um, those are some uh, interesting performances. Then on the downside, as you also said, financials, um, Standard Bank down 3%, First Rand down 28 um, Rand Merchant Bank uh, also down 2.08%, Netco 2%. Um, we haven't seen the JSC react in response to the weaker RAND, are there arbitrage opportunities in situations like this? Well, there was a massive one on Steinoff this morning, actually, um, which I missed, sadly. But, um, for example, a, a good arbitrage opportunity there was uh, this morning it was sort of uncrossing out of the auction here at, uh, what was it, 2, two Rand 24, uh, while it was looking to uncross in the, in the auction uh, you know, overseas at around two rand and five cents. So there was a huge opportunity there to make twenty cents, it's almost ten percent. Um, as you mentioned, some of the news flow around it uh, already that uh, had come out this morning. Um, it was a bit unnatural for it to open that high, and it did. Uh, you saw in the other exchange it was listed on that it, it didn't open that high, and it dropped like a stone, almost ten yeah. percent in, in minutes, which is interesting. It's down currently seven point two percent in the day. It actually started the day. Um, you know, much better than what it is now. Um, but yeah, I mean, the arbitrage opportunities really is, um, is I suppose, in the deal listed stuff. Um, some some guys that I know are are long um, S&P 500 ETFs, 
which are performing relatively well because obviously the S&P 500 is doing well plus the RAND is weakening. So those are really uh, taking you, the, sort of the most advantage, I suppose, that you can on the on the back of a weaker RAND. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't think there's there's really too much. I mean, commodities uh, are under pressure. The only reason that stocks are up here is because of the RAND. Um, and we see that weakness on SA Inc., if you want to put it that, retailers, financials, industrials, all under pressure. Um, while the only things that are green are the Richmonds and the Mediclinics and the, uh, and the gold stocks, you know, the stuff that have offshore exposure, Sassel, yeah. um, companies that, that benefit directly from the, from the weaker end are the ones that are performing well today. So I wouldn't say that today's performance is at all positive. I think overall it's a, a you know, the, the local side of the market, the stuff that, um, you know, the companies that are purely South African, they are all under a lot of pressure today because of the rand. No, it's actually, you know, unbelievable how connected the world economy is. You know, a it seems like an attempted assassination attempt uh, in, you know, in Europe, you know, affects the, the rand in, in, in such a big way. But uh, you referred to Steinhoff uh, earlier. Steinhoff, um, there's some developments there. A consortium of law firms have applied to launch a class action suit um, against uh, Steinhoff and many of its uh, directors and former directors, and that can uh, that damages uh, could amount to 185 billion rand, a massive amount. Uh, what do you what do you make of this? You know, you know, I think that um, I was actually talking to somebody about this over the over the Women's Day, which was yesterday, and Happy Women's Day to all the ladies that are that are listening. Um, it's interesting because you know often we see these types of well, not often but when the, we see these types of uh, corporate type of fraud that takes place, the directors and the people who benefited from it, the corporates essentially get away with it because they're just too powerful to to be touched. Um, so it's very interesting to see a law firm actually come up and say, "Listen, directors, you are personally liable. Yes, we want money from you personally because it was his decisions that essentially caused the collapse of." the share price and many 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 investors were very very badly hurt by this um you know almost by the day stories come out of people that invested their pensions and, and their retirement coming into this because they believed in the people who were running it so um i'm not sure whether you know i don't know i'm not a lawyer so i don't know how this plays out but what is interesting to me is that um you know people are banding together and are standing up and this is obviously one of the things that uh, puts a risk to Steinhoff not surviving. Overall, the company itself is starting to make moves to that. It looks as if the company is going to make it. You have managed to get good deals from their creditors, uh, that they've extended credit for the next two years without any fear of liquidation. It seems as though they're getting their, their, their act together. And in December, we find out what the historic um, financials look like. So we know exactly how deep the hole is. And then we know what we're dealing with. And there's, uh, you know, there's a, there's, a high, or there's a higher probability that the company survives than not at the moment. But if transaction losses start coming through and the company and its directors are all suddenly liable for you know, 195, whatever it is, billion rand, that puts a real damper on the company's um, you know, probability of survival. And I'm, I'm not saying that people shouldn't sue the company. They feel they should, and they should, and they're entitled to their damages. But it does make it difficult for the company itself to, um, to come out of it the difficult time. So we'll see. It's very interesting. It's a, it's a very interesting saga. I'm not really sure how to call it up. Tried to buy it a few times and have been wrong, and you know, I don't know, um, you know, what the what the next story in the saga is. But I do know that there is going to be a massive opportunity if this company does uh, manage to make it out the other side. 
uh, and the share price recovers, I mean, even if it takes five years to recover back up to 70 rand, from 2 rand to 70 rand is a, is a massive, massive movement. So yeah, but that is I not think guaranteed. There is an opportunity for those who like risks. Yeah, a lot of risk. That's a, that's a you know big gamble. But the uh, all investors who bought shares between 26 June 2013 and 5 December last year would be uh, part of this suit, whether they want to be or not. Well, in fact, you are part of it unless you don't want to be and you need to, to withdraw from it. Interesting developments oh. we'll have to see. But um, did you see uh, Tongard Hewlett? Uh, 60% of their shareholders voted against their remuneration policy. Um, and they are very unhappy with what is going on there. Some shareholder activism and and definitely some institutional um, investors must also have uh, voted against it. Yeah, I mean, for such a large base of them to um, to have made the thing, it's obvious to have voted against it. And it's a good thing because a lot of the time we don't actually even really pay attention to what the, the executives are being paid. It's good to see that at least in one or two companies, um, shareholders are standing up and saying, like, no, we, we're not actually happy with paying you <laughs> exorbitant amounts of money for, for salaries and stuff until you deliver value for us as shareholders. Um, so interesting, I mean, the share price actually not really reacting too much over the last couple of days. It's been relatively strong. I was trading at 84 earlier this week. It's trading close to 90 rand now. Um, so I suppose, you know, in general, um, you know, shareholders feel that a share that was trading at 134 rand just a year ago, um, you know, if the drag of the expenses is lifted from the company, it stands a better chance. And obviously they feel a little bit hard done by that the share price has come off by some 40% um, in the space of a year. So I, I'm not really too surprised that I see some backlash. It's just interesting to see it because we don't often uh, see shareholders voting against remuneration packages. So it's a good move, I think. Go, go South Africa. Thank you, Petri. That was Petri Rielingeis of Irenia Capital. Um, just looking at the, the screen, the, the JSE all shared down 0.15% now at 57,701 points. And the Rand uh, is currently trading at 13.87 against the dollar, 17 Rand 70 against the pound, and 15 Rand 89 against the euro. So definitely some headwinds. Um, for the exchange rate. But unfortunately, that is all we have time for today. Um, and from myself, Reik van Kerk, and the MoneyWeb team, thanks for tuning in.